the recording studio at Wimberley Road, welcome to Extraordinary Joes, where we tell the extraordinary stories of ordinary people, just like you and me. Each week, we'll sit down with a special guest and hear the story of their life, career, and lessons they've learned along the way. After spending some time with our guest, you just might realize that your next extraordinary story is well within reach. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's get started. All right, welcome to another session of Extraordinary Joes. I'm joined today by a special guest, Carissa Cross, who is someone who has no idea what she's doing, but she's doing it anyways. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get into some uh, more in-depth introductions here shortly, but I'm going to start with rapid fire. All right, yeah. so coffee or tea? Oh, uh, lately it's been tea, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, because of anything in particular or just... Uh... I'm just trying it out. Yeah? I don't know. How's it going? good yeah it's relaxing like i so i can have like the cup of coffee in the morning is like a ritual like we yeah, love yeah, it yeah. um so i've been having like a cup of like calming tea at night and then i'll do green tea i still do coffee too okay but i'm like trying out tea i don't yeah. know healthy it seems like something healthy people it feels do, healthier so why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah sure um shoes or sandals boots Ooh, oh nice boots, all the boots. Time. Yeah. okay yeah uh up or down up okay <laughs> uh regular or electric toothbrush electric okay yeah um hot regular or no yoga regular yoga yeah i've do, never done do hot you yoga? yoga yeah really? but not not i've never done hot yoga never tried it Mm-mm. it's pretty good yeah. um lauren prince mm-hmm. do you know lauren prince by any mm-hmm. chance I don't think so. um she does yoga at a lot of places but she's at um the club on st mm-hmm. Simon's. And she does something called hot, slow, flow. Ah. So it's like some of the hot yoga classes are kind of intense. Mm-hmm. Um, hers is pretty low key, but it's still hot. But it's pretty cool. I Th- think I'd Thursdays like it. at Thursdays at four or four thirty. Right. Um, hop, skip, or jump? Um, jump. Okay. These are <laughs> tough questions. Huh? They're so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Snap, crackle, or pop? pop okay yeah uh morning or night person i i've turned into a morning person okay i got if i forget i want i got a question i want to ask yeah um this may not be for you maverick or goose i have no idea what that okay (laughs) no idea (laughs) uh it's a top gun question oh Um, it's okay beach or mountains I think beach. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've always, I have never not been by water. Really? I, I grew up in Michigan. I was like 10 minutes away from the beach, yeah. which there's like the lake, but it's still okay. a huge beach. Yeah. And then living here, I've never lived in the mountains, but I would love, like, I also would love that. Yeah. And it sounds quiet and You're sure and nice, but the beach, cause I like water. Yeah. How does the beach in Michigan compare to like, if you went to the beach at Michigan, like mm-hmm. in the summer, I guess, compared it, to here. People are shocked when they see it because they're like, oh, like you think that you can like look across it and see Chicago or right, whatever right, from right. Where, where I'm at. But it looks like an ocean. It's just not salty and you don't have to worry about jellyfish stinging you or yeah. sharks biting you. So that's kind of, it's more peaceful. Well, obviously less waves. Yeah. Um, and it's like a deep turquoise blue. Like it's cool. way bluer than the water yeah, we yeah. have. Um, it's beautiful. And we have huge sand dunes. They're like mountains. I wow. mean, like take you hours to get up. Yeah. They're so big. So. It's like freezing cold though? Um, yeah. I it mean, is? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it freezes um, not almost completely solid in this, in this winter. Not completely. Yeah. But a couple miles out, it'll freeze. Right. So it doesn't get very warm. Yeah. Okay. Um, your favorite vacation spot? Um, 
Michigan, because yeah. that's now where I vacation, because okay. I don't live there anymore. I love cool. going back. Yeah. 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 Favorite childhood television show? Um, oh, Lord. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of TV. Oh, really? I'm trying to think of like what I did watch. And the only thing that's coming to mind is that Arthur show Arthur. from PBS. <laughs> it was terrible. It was so bad. Yeah. But that's all I can think of. Because okay. I really, we didn't really watch TV. Yeah, so sort of Arthur. Sort of Arthur. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. These are, these get a little, well, change event, and if you could change an event in history, or your history, or world history. Both or one or you the other. You want both. You're the extraordinary <laughs> Joe, so you can choose oh, Lord. either one. I don't think I would change anything in my history, okay. because like that would change who I am today, sure. and I don't know who that person would be, so right. I don't, I want to pick that. Um this is, like I feel like I have to like pick something crazy like the Holocaust like real, or something yeah, yeah. or or something. I don't no know. No pressure. I'll just say that. Okay. That's not a, a traumatic yeah. event. That <laughs> like, would be really nice if it didn't right. happen. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one. Small thing that makes you happy. Small thing that makes me happy. Um, ducks make me really ducks? happy. Okay. <laughs> I think they're hilarious. Yeah. I have some. I I have a mini farm. Okay. And ducks are the funniest animals. You to have me, ducks there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. They're hilarious. So, yeah. Okay, thanks for playing along with the yeah. rapid fire. Um, can you introduce the, yourself to the audience? Tell us a little sure. bit about who you are. So my name is Carissa. I am the Standing Blonde on Instagram. That's kind of my persona. Um, I am a woodworker slash carpenter slash DIYer. Um, I am a mom of two little kids. I became a single mom. Oh, Lord, two, two and a half years ago. And in the midst of all of that and figuring out life after that, um, I just had to figure out how I was going to, like, provide for us. And I just kind of – I've always been a little bit handy and curious. And so I just took up woodworking. I was like, this is what I'm going to do because I didn't want to have to go get a 9 to 5 and put my kids in daycare. I was like, I'm going to figure out how to do this. And so it's created this whole – life and community and it's really really cool and um so i'm just trying to grow and give back and um to the community and um teach other people and that's sort of my that's my thing cool yeah i gotta tell you this when um and i no offense to the other extraordinary joes but most of them are people that i know mm-hmm. and that i i think they're extraordinary obviously but um you know other people may not know their story or whatever and so I, I saw, I told you, I saw your ad in the, um, mm-hmm. Tokel, is yeah. that right? Yep. And, uh, reached out through Instagram and then, um, I didn't hear back from a little, for a little bit and I went to Jennifer. Um, so I went back and looked at your Instagram a little bit and I mm-hmm. went back to my wife. I was like, I think she's kind of a big deal. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, no, no. this is my, this is my, like, this is oh. a big extraordinary Joe. Oh, anyway. So I'm, I appreciate you taking the time to, um, to speak with no, me. No, this is an honor. Okay. I want to start with this, uh, your your airstream project yes tell me a little bit about that i've, I've seen mm-hmm. a little bit on instagram you're redoing an airstream yeah um what was the sort of inspiration for that and where's yeah. that headed so i've wanted to i'm a i love vintage things like f- vintage furniture vintage clothes like anything vintage i'm just yeah. kind of obsessed with um so i've wanted to redo an airstream for probably six or seven years it's just like i've I, it was always like a thing I was going to do eventually. Right. And I came across one on Facebook Marketplace for $600. No way. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a steal. It wasn't because every single piece, every nut and bolt on this has to be replaced. Oh, wow. And it's so crazy. But 
either way. Yeah. I got it, and I just was like, it'll sit in my driveway, and I'll work on it here and there when I have time and money, but whoever has extra time and right. money. So I was like, eventually it'll get done, maybe in a couple of years. And then um, the coolest thing happened. I met somebody um, at a Instagram um, networking conference okay. to go learn like how to promote my business and my yeah, page yeah. and do better and build a community. And um, we had a moment. It was like 12 women around the table. And they're like, all right, tell us just a little bit about yourself. And I did my spiel. But then someone was like, don't you have an Airstream too? Like, that's <laughs> super unique and cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it slipped my mind. Right. And then um, Susie, who did it, she was like, like, put on the conference. She was like, um, you have an Airstream? And I was like, yeah. She's like, uh, I want an Airstream. Like, are you redoing it to sell it? Like, yeah. what are you doing? And and I was like, yeah, I don't know. And um, she literally was like, okay, I'll buy it. Just like on the spot. I never did this before. I don't, I was right. like, are you like, sure? Like people don't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of my thing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it anyways. Sure. Like I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but somehow it's working out. So you're building the Airstream for Susie. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So it worked out. For, it just worked out yeah. so well. Um, and so she's basically paying me full time to get that done. Wow. And it is a huge undertaking. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew it would be a big project i didn't think i went into it naively right. but it is a lot of work and it's all these things that i, I know no i have no knowledge of yeah. like welding and plumbing and electrical wow. and it's different than a house and so the little knowledge i did have it doesn't apply yeah. and it's just a very it's a stretch but it's so much fun and um it's coming along it's yeah. it's um coming okay. <laughs> way slower i thought i'd be done by now i'm not even i haven't even started rebuilding yet the yeah. whole well it's been being rebuilt but um it's not like pretty yet yeah. so uh, it's it's a lesson and it's stretching me but it's really cool where are you when you say um i have no idea i'm figuring it out mm -hmm. what's your process for sort of figuring it out like is it all like just i'm just gonna google it up and see what mm -hmm. happens or a lot of googling a lot of youtubing a yeah. lot of researching as much information as possible but i've something i've learned about myself recently is that um i'm a kinetic learner mm -hmm. so getting my hands on something yeah. and taking it apart putting it back together like just getting my hands dirty in the midst of the project that's right. when i figure it out so um that's kind of the, I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah. I figure it out. Right. So somehow in the midst of hands-on with the tools and the everything, I figure it out on yeah. my way and then it works out. Um, but I do as much research as I can beforehand yeah. so I don't like break something. But typically it's just like, well, I just got to dive in and right. figure out what happens. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had, um, during this figure, like I'm just going to figure it out stuff, have you ever had like, ooh, I didn't figure that out very well. Or like, oh, oh, so many times. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have a good example, but um, that's like a daily yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to restart yeah. or I got to scrap that and start over. And it's um, nothing, nothing catastrophic, I don't yeah. think. But every day that right. I deal with that. Yeah. 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 So um, I don't want to make it be like, I don't want to make it sound like I have no idea what I'm doing, but yeah. magically yeah, I just, just start and then it per <laughs> it, it's like this perfect product at right, the end. Right. It's not, it's all, I always yeah. mess up, yeah. but I'm not, like, I think my big thing is like, I'm not scared of messing up because sure. it's a learning process. So I might not do it right the first time, but the second time I'll know exactly what not to right. do and I'll let you know what not to do right. and then we can both do better <laughs> next time. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I was listening to, um, 
uh, another podcast that you had been on, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that at, at least that point, I don't know the time frame, but that you were getting up at 2 a.m. Yes. Is this still happening? Yes, it is. Okay, I want to talk about that yeah. because um, about uh, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. I read a book called The Miracle Morning by a guy named uh, Hal Elrod, and it just it talks about getting up an hour earlier, and like he has a um, like a process that you follow that help you get ready for the day. Mm-hmm. To be, one of the reasons is so that you know you don't start the day and start doing all the nonsense that's that's unhelpful and. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, it's not two a.m. I got, I got I've been getting up at four fifteen and I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I'm really doing something. Yeah. Then I heard you're two a.m. and I'm like, I gotta step <laughs> it up like a little bit. Crazy person stuff. But this is still going on. You're yeah, still doing two every single day. Okay, how um, long have you been doing that? Um, consistently the last few months. Okay, but then I've been on and off doing it for like a year okay um because i'm a, like a mom and i don't right. have someone else at home to help me raise the kids i have to figure out and then i work at home so i have to figure out how to like juggle all of that and the yeah. amount of time both of those things take right so last year i was working full-time and then being a mom like part-time when the kids weren't in school like yeah. i'd get them at three and i was still trying to figure out how to like shove in three more hours of work before bedtime can i ask you this when yeah. you say working full-time you mean as your current like the, the yep. carpentry stuff Correct. okay yep. yep um so it was just like this big mess and like my kids i it was an hour of driving so really i could only work from like 9 30 to 2 2 30 yeah. before i had to leave and go get them and it just wasn't enough time to get the work done right. so then i was trying to shove it in when we got home from school but it was messing with our time together and it was affecting the kids it was affecting me i felt like a bad mom i like i felt like i was failing in both areas because i was like right. i really was like letting both of those areas down and i was like this just isn't working and i have to figure something out so i just came to this conclusion and i was like i'm not going to work when my kids are home like whether it's a long weekend or a holiday or um, after three or whatever yeah. it is, when they get out of school, I'm not working. Right. Um, so I had to figure out how to make up for that time because I still needed to work. And yeah. I still needed to get those hours and right. to get things done. Because especially as a carpenter, it's not, I mean, like, it takes so many hours to, like, build things and make things sure. depending on the project. So I couldn't, you know, have a month to redo a pro- to redo something or build something. Um, that was just too long. Um, so I just decided I was going to wake up early and yeah. get it done while they were sleeping. And right. so I didn't waste the time I had with them. That's precious that yeah. I'll never get back. And, um, yeah, so I go, I mean, I, I still get the same amount of hours of sleep like right. a normal person. I just go to bed at eight o'clock with them right. and it's a little bit easier. I, I've talked about this a lot and people are like, well, I'm like married, so that would mess up like time for the uh, relationship. Sure. So I think that's a luxury too, is I don't have a whole other relationship right. to feed, you know, during that time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, but it's completely changed my life. Really? Like I love it. Just because it's sort of separated the two yeah. things. Yeah. And I'm ready. I'm up, I'm awake when they're awake. And, um, like I come inside with enough time to make lunches and pack the backpacks right. and, so when they wake up, I'm like ready to go. So it's yeah. slow and it's easygoing. It's not this like groggy right. shove coffee down my throat so right. I can get you dressed and yell at you to get out exactly. the door quick enough. Golly. So Our mornings are, um, 
that, that's one area where I don't have an answer, right? Maybe it, maybe it's getting up at 2 a.m. <laughs> um, I don't have an answer, but I, it's, I, I don't want to say I hate them, but every morning I have that thought, like, mm-hmm. we got to do this better. Yeah. And we're not, we're not like just belligerent at our kids, but it just does feel like, mm-hmm. did you eat? Did you brush teeth? Get right. your stuff? Get yeah. out? Like, you know, you're going too slow. And at the same time, like when we do, um, like our kids are both doing sports right now. Mm-hmm. So every now and then we'll have like, during basketball, we had like a 7.30 game for our fourth grader or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then we get home at 8.30 and she mm-hmm. goes to bed at 9.30 and then we're waking her up at like, yeah. you know, it's like, it doesn't even feel, I know it's not fair. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, the mornings are, I, I really, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I'll take, take that home and present it to my wife and yeah. say, hey, you need to start getting up. Krista says you should get up at two. <laughs> Don't tell her I said, she's <laughs> going to come for me. Who is um, this woman? That, that's cool though. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just, a, it's been a game changer. And I know it sounds like crazy and I would have been like, you're a psychotic person. Right. <laughs> you have to enjoy murdering people or something if you get up at that time of night but i just and now i like my body just wakes up like now i'm so used to it that even if i wanted to sleep in it's pointless because my body's awake yeah um and like i wake up slow so i'll do like reading or my quiet time or um i'll answer dms for i mean like you said it took you forever for me to respond to you because dms pile up sometimes so i'll just take an hour and drink coffee tea whatever relax and then um, I'll get moving around 3, 3.30, and then okay. I'll go out to my shop and start working. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What, do you, what, like, what would your encouragement be for people who are like, I could never do that? Um, I think it's, it's really just, a, it's just shifting time to another spot. Right. I think like if you go to sleep at 11 or 12, like yeah. sh- you should not be getting right. up at 2 a.m. because yeah. you will suffer, your health will suffer, right. your mental health will suffer. But um, it's literally, I think that's what gets people is like, I'm just like going from 11 to, instead of 11 to six, I'm going six to two. Like I'm just shifting that time over. And I mean, it's affected not just my productivity with work and my relationship with my kids. It's also affected my health because I eat dinner and then I go to bed. Like we, like we get, do our night routine. So I'm not snacking on chips and ice cream and watching Netflix and garbage TV. So like my i'm just i feel like overall every area of my life has been positively yeah. affected so it's just have to be too right i mean mm-hmm. just the idea of taking the time for yourself and like right. not yeah. um giving some more grace for your kids like yeah. that doesn't have to be 2 a.m but just mm-hmm. that concept is really powerful yeah absolutely um okay so one of the things that always that i'm always drawn to is people that can make things with their hands and that can create and see things and then you know make them Mm -hmm. um and my grandfather was uh we always just called him a woodworker um he i don't even know what his i don't even know what his like real life was but when he was my grandfather he was he was um he had a shop and he always just tinkering in the shop Mm -hmm. and like could just make anything Mm -hmm. so when we so we still have all kind of stuff like christmas ornaments and like just all this stuff that he made and so that was always one of my things i was fascinated by and drawn to so um anytime i see people who can do that. I'm um, really intrigued. What's the, what's the best thing about your business right now in terms of, you know, doing like running your own business, just having your own thing. What's Mm -hmm. the, what's the thing that you sort of like most about that? I like the freedom to be creative and to be able to like design and and build, like I kind of have um, just the ability to manage all of that. It's a little overwhelming sometimes, but I just love the um 
this like the start to finish like the the processing the idea and then delivering the product just like every step in between that I really enjoy um one day I'm going to have to give that up because it is a lot and um I'm one person doing all of the things and then the bookkeeping and right. the, the corresponding and email, everything is a lot to fit into that and that's the stuff I'm not good at yeah so um I look forward to the day I can just do the creative side of it and let someone else do sure. the business side of it yeah. but um how far are you are you how far do you think you are from that is that a I close? hope soon oh, really? I hope I hope within um this year okay it it grows and, and yeah. I can get help and yeah. get outside my little workshop and what I'm doing by myself it's just there's only so much like one person can do sure. so it, that 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 part is a little overwhelming but um I've, I think, just start. I've started to adopt this. Like, if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. Yeah. Like, or, like, I mean, I'm the. I I've put so much pressure on myself, and I think a lot of small business owners and creatives as a whole put so much pressure on themselves, um, because so much of who we are goes into our craft. Sure. So, like, when I make something, it's part of me. So, if like yes. you don't like it or it right. doesn't measure up, you're yeah. telling me I don't. It's yes. not me just doing the job and then going home. Like I'm right. so much part a part of this work, and then not just the products I'm making, but the community I'm building right. while I'm making those products. Like teaching, and there's so many aspects. Yeah. Like with when you're you know putting this on the platform, um, that are exhausting but also very rewarding and a lot of fun so i think it's just finding that balance but um it's just the whole process is very rewarding yeah does that answer your question yeah yeah yeah. okay i kind of drifted away a little bit um beyond the beyond the um sort of the extra tasks that take you away from the creative side Mm -hmm. has there been another thing that's like especially challenging about the business that's a good question I think I have a tendency to, just like my, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I do it anyway. Um, I I have a tendency to like go, yes, I, I can do that. Right. Yeah, I can do that. Right. Yes, I can do that. Yeah. And then like walk away and be like, ah, crap. Right. Like uh, I'm going to have to figure out a whole new trade yeah. to like to do this project. Um, but that's so, cool though. I mean, I like, I admire that. I It's, it's something I like about myself. Right. Like I like that I'm a little bit audacious in that, but it is exhausting. I exhaust myself. So I really have to like figure out how to balance that consistently. This, this, uh, constant need for something new and exciting or challenging. Like I'm a high, high, high challenge person and I do like that, but I really have to be careful not to go overboard. And then, cause then I crash from like, I don't, I don't, I'm stuck in this situation. I can't (laughs) fix or whatever. I just have to be really cautious of that. Um, in a practical way, but yeah. Okay, the the origin story of the the sanding blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I feel like it could be easy to listen and go, come on, like you just decided you were gonna, like <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. be a carpenter, mm-hmm. and then here you are, just crushing yeah. it, right? Um, so can you speak into that, like this sort of the beginning of this? Yeah, where you're like, I'm doing this, and yeah. now here you are. Yeah. Well, I did have a little bit, like I said, I've always been a handy person. So growing up as a kid, I, if my chain was broken or my tire was flat, I'd fix it. Right. Like figure it out. Yeah. We'd fix it. Or if the door was jiggling or whatever it yeah. is. Um, my dad for sure was not handy. And right. so it was just like, I, we, I would sneak in, grab tools, figure it out. 
Um, and then before I had kids, I did have a small business where I was buying thrifted furniture or garage sale furniture and I would revamp it, okay. refurbish it, um, restore it, whatever, and then resell it. Yeah. And that was, that was doing really well. Like I rented a warehouse and I'd fill it up, empty it, fill it up. Empty, I mean, it was a whole lot of fun. Um, and then when I had young babies, I was like, I, I just didn't have time for that. And I was fortunate enough to be a stay at home mom. So I just did that. And then uh, when I was still married, we bought a house and completely renovated the entire oh, wow. thing. Um, I did, I helped with a lot, but again, I still had like a, I had a newborn baby and a two year old yeah. at that point. So, um, little skills were like starting to develop. So yeah. it's not like I'd never touched a tool sure. before and then all of a sudden it started, <laughs> but I had never built anything. That'd be a cool story too. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And people do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, but it was, I had a couple skills in yeah. my belt or at least the understanding and, um, I'm naturally just a really curious person. So if we, and wood work in general has always fascinated me. Yeah. Like if it curves or if there's detail, I'm like, right. how did they, how did yeah. they do that? And, yeah. um, so I've always been curious about it. Um, so it was just like, a there's a curiosity there. Yeah. There's some basic knowledge ish there. Um, and I got asked randomly like hey can you build this for us my church was like we need a coffee bar will you build this for us right and i was like oh sure <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah i mean i will and they still have it like yeah. i pass it every sunday and i'm like actually that's not that bad i'm right. kind of proud of myself but i think that was just a blessing in and of itself that i was like kind of pulled out of my like something pulled me into it a yeah. little bit like there was a hey will you do this and then someone else saw it and then asked me to do something for them. Right. And then it's just been a domino effect ever since. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the whole story. So it's sure. not like I just was like, I have no tools. I've right. never touched one before. <laughs> I'm going to go buy one. And then right. all of a sudden build something. Sure. But it's, I mean, it's been rocky. It's been, I mean, there's been things that I'm like, oh, I hope that never surfaces. Like yeah. what I've, like Turns work I've done. Made or yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure none of it's bad, but there's so many things I've learned since then that would right. make it better now. But yeah. How long did it take? Like at the beginning, were there was there any like, ooh, this might not work moments, or were you, did you just like take off? I mean, were you just fortunate enough that things were just clicking, or was there some apprehension there at the start? There um, was quite a bit of like probably crying moments of this is way too hard for one person to do, yeah. um, like building big things when having two people hold it together so you can screw it or right. whatever was um there was a lot of moments like that going what am i doing right. I, and even today like literally there's every other project i'm like who do i think i am <laughs> this is not the i should just stick with something else this is like this is not what i should be doing yeah. every single day i deal with those voices um and so that's that's a big part of being in um a world where i'm, I'm constantly having to learn something new and yeah. challenge what I do know and challenge myself. It's just, a, it's like, a, it's, it's fun, but it's right. also very difficult. Every yeah. other project I'm going, I have no idea. And, yeah. and then I get halfway through and going, yep, you don't have any idea. You should stop. <laughs> yeah. You should just admit that you can't do it. But then the overcoming that and the, um, the finishing the project, regardless of those, um, 
parts of the job is very rewarding. And that's been the biggest part with, um, after, you know, a failed marriage and it ending not very well in a small town and that being not, just not a very fun thing to go through. This whole process has taught me to trust myself to it's every project has like built me up a little bit. And even as cheesy as that that sounds like every build is like built me, but, (laughs) um, it totally has. And that's been a really, really cool part of this that I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Where, where do you sell? Like where, how do people find you or like, how do they, is it all, um, requests? Like how does that work? Yeah, it's all word of mouth. And then some people will see it on Instagram and just ask and reach out. Um, the magazine thing was, that was the first time I've ever, um, printed anything, um, which was really cool. But, um, everything else, yeah. Word of mouth. Like, Hey, "Hey, Chrissy, can you make this? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What's, um, Mm -hmm. what do you, is there like a trend or is there something you're making more of right now? Or like, what are you into beyond the Airstream? Um, right now I'm super into like cutting boards and charcuterie boards, charcuterie boards. I always say it right. (laughs) Um, for whatever reason, those are a lot of fun to make. Um, I also I started making um, these wavy American flags okay. that are really cool for veterans. Yeah, and um, that's been a lot of fun because um, you carve them, and so that's a whole new trade that I picked up, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. So I'll, I'll carve like the charcuterie boards. So they look like they're not wavy, but they're they have a shape to them, and yeah. they're. I when know, you they're say really carve, cool. like um, with a. I use a. Um, what is it? It's a. My mind's totally thinking. <laughs> See, I should like. I don't but it's even like know what a. You're like. It's like a knife type. Thing. Um. No, it's not hand card. Okay. It's an electric card. It's like a. Um. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um. Can I, I'm it's like okay. totally but blanking. It's like yeah. an electric saw type. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a a a bit that I put on it, and okay. I just I kind of carve it silly. But there's it's. I like it because it's not so mathematical. It's a little, like, there's some fluid yeah. fluidity to it, right. so I can kind of like shape it how I want, and it's not so much math and precision and perfection. Right. And so I think that's one of the reasons I like it. Yeah. But it's, I'm very into that right now. I really want to get into like hand carving though, okay. and getting all the knives, and yeah. there's so many, and it's so cool. <laughs> I would love to do that. I saw your, I saw some swings maybe yeah. recently. Those are yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like they go in like people's house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For what I, yeah, and that was another thing that someone was like, I kind of want these. Can you make them? And I was like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. What uh, What else really lights you up beyond just the the woodworking? Like, what else are you passionate about? I adore the connections I get to make with people on like mostly through Instagram, but just sharing this journey and sharing like, hey, I'm not this major professional craftsman because right. I'm not. Um, hopefully one day I'll get there, yeah. but. I love that I am free to admit my weaknesses and admit that I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm not afraid to try and that that has an approachability to it and other people can see what I've been through, what I've made out of it um, and where I am now and have something to relate to. That's really important to me and um, the connections throughout that and the conversations I've had by far is my favorite part yeah. of this way more than the like creating products or um designing anything or building anything i love that yeah mm-hmm. what are you learning about yourself specifically sort of during this season i think 
again, the way that I learn, like that's something new that I, yeah. I need to have my hands on it to figure it out and work through that process. And I, I relate so much to, um, building with my life. Like right. there's so many correlations and it's always so cheesy. Like every time I think of it, I'm like, this is so dumb, but like ref- like doing, redoing furniture, like that's, I love building, but my heart is so much into um, restoring furniture. Yeah. And um, so if it's ugly and it's been painted a hundred times, taking all that off and letting the wood just be what it is and be beautiful. And um, that's by far my favorite projects that I get to do. And there's so many correlations there, but like how much of a, how how often we cover ourselves or put on masks or become someone we're not. And then really there's so much beauty there just being who we are. And, um, that's, there's, I just, every single project, I learned something about myself or about how I handle life situations. Um, cause it's like every, it's always a mental challenge. So you, I watch how I get angry and then I resolve it and, um, just all of the emotions that, you know, happen in life situations when we're kind of just on this like auto mode or we're right. just going through life. Um, and that's something I, I'm really intentional about is being right. intentional. Yeah. And I, I get my community to be intentional to and be aware of how we're responding to situations in life and how we react in our anger and um, our frustration or our joy or whatever those things, whatever produces those things right. and being way more intentional about them than we are. Um, which is part of waking up early in the morning. Like it's just, yeah. you're, you're not like numbing yourself at night until you go to sleep. And right. then you're just like going through your motions every day. You're taking time to like actually be present and aware of yourself and what's going on in your head. And it's yeah. quiet. Like you don't have the TV on like drowning out noise in your head right. or whatever. You just have time to just sit with who you are and how you are and um i think that's really important to like do any changing or have a good life is being intentional of where you already are yeah so yeah that's that awesome. was a really long answer no but, it's great yeah. not that you need any encouragement from me because um <laughs> you don't but uh you know what i've found and this is hard so i do um i do coaching mm-hmm. like personal coaching and when i and i'm still i'm still learning but one of the challenges for me has been like getting comfortable with some of the some of that doing that right mm-hmm. like some of the things that you say to people and the questions you ask because initially it feels like like life coaching like it feels cheesy like just the whole thing mm-hmm. but one of the things that I've learned in, in sort of watching other people who I think are not just in coaching but in anything who are like really good is that they like they 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 believe it mm-hmm. right they it's not cheesy because it's 100 so percent authentic yeah. yeah. I mean, I can tell that, like, obviously, like, as you, the more you spoke about it, like, you can see you come alive with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, my encouragement is just, like, keep saying that. It's well, not cheesy. You. It's real. Yeah. Like, you know. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's my. Thank you. Uh, gosh, there was something else I wanted to ask you about there, too. Oh, um, the the intentional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is just a, sort of a same concept, but a, maybe a different way of looking at it is, uh one of the things that I've written a lot about is like on purpose. So like mm-hmm. one of the big challenges that, that um, I see is people a lot of times like, or maybe it's, maybe it's something they get from other um, influences, but like you got to find your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. It's so big, you know, it's yeah. so big. So daunting. And I wish I could, um, I, I've, I've repeated this quote poorly a lot, 
um, because I can't remember where I read it, but it was something to the effect of um, whoever this guy was believing that the God that he served would not create a specific purpose for him and then like refuse to share it with him Mm -hmm. so that he spent his life wondering what it was, Mm -hmm. you know, so and how he could fulfill it. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, I'm not doing it justice, but this concept like if, if God wants me to do this, why, like, should it be a secret? Like, so I got to search for my purpose. So anyways, one of the things that I've tried to focus on is like, okay, not purpose, but on purpose, right? The same concept that you're talking Mm -hmm. about. So if I don't have this like one big thing that I'm going to do with my whole life, I can do things intentionally or purposefully to help me like become who I want. Yeah. All right. There's another concept I want to ask you about. Mm -hmm. Um, that I don't know if you know, if you ever read Donald Miller, um, I know the name. So he wrote a guy, he wrote a book called blue like jazz, like a really long time ago. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That is a, yeah, I, it's been a long time, but yes, I've read it. And now he, um, has a company called story brand. In fact, you might be interested in checking Mm -hmm. it out. Um, it's called story brand and he does, uh, I hate to call it marketing, but, the concept is like businesses and people telling their story yeah, yeah, yeah. as a part of yes, their business. I have heard of that. Um, but he, th- and, and again, another thing that I'm probably butchering, but I heard that he was writing a book at one point, didn't get written, but he went around and interviewed um, successful people. And he said one of the um, trends that he noticed was that they, they thought they were special. Um, and so I'm curious your thoughts on that. I've asked that question. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, do you feel like you're special? I guess. <laughs> uh, um, that, that Sorry, feels like. Sorry, question. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm wrong for saying yes. Like, I, I feel like I'm But what do you, but what do you really yes. think, though? Like, honestly, I there's do, only like four people who listen to the podcast, so don't that, worry. Um, hopefully I'll bring them. <laughs> but, um, I, I have had this at least... I'm very used to this feeling uh, just like you were saying of like what is my purpose and like trying to like search for this and find it I'm one of seven kids and growing up at least my feeling was if you asked them they'd probably be like what but I felt like everyone else had their thing like they were gonna this was their thing and my dad was a pastor so all of their things were had so much purpose or meaning or whatnot and I just felt like I floated around like I could kind of do whatever in high school it was the same way like I I could play this sport and that sport and I was friends with this group and that group and I I felt like I was just all over the place and just floating which felt pointless and purposeless and meaningless just floating around kind of like do I do this do I do this do I do this and I had a friend of mine Actually, I, I actually was put down for it often because it was it was like you you start things and you don't finish them was or like you're just flighty or sure. fill in the blank like I've been called many things. Isn't <laughs> that nice? But um, so I've I put myself down for it. Is mm. this like kind of um, adaptable person or personality trait um, and not seeing it for the strength that it actually is. And I had a friend going, she's like, it's like, I've, I've had like five businesses and they've all been so random. So yeah. like I, the, I've said the background of how I'm doing woodworking now, but before that, like the painting furniture, I was a personal trainer and like yeah. athletic stuff. And then I did that. And then I was, I had babies. So I was like, I love having babies. So I became a doula and I did education to be a right. doula to help other moms have babies <laughs> the way they wanted to, because yeah. that was important. And then I had little children and I started making little, I wasn't making wood things, but I was like stringing wood 
teethers and things together. And I was yeah. like, I can sell these. And I did. And yeah. so I've just kind of like bounced around a lot. Yeah. And that's made me bounce around my purpose a lot. But when my friend told me, she was like, you just, whatever stage you're in in life, you live that in, so intentionally, or at least you try that you, whether it's creating a business out of it or just um, overindulging in that information as much as possible so that you can give it away and like help mm. other people. So there is a common denominator in all of that and it's people. So yeah. um, I don't, I mean, I think that I'm a woodworker and I think that that's like my craft right now, but really I think the, the thing that is working for me, cause I'm not like, if you look at my stuff, like, is it good enough? Yeah, but it's not phenomenal. It's yeah. I, There's not, like, craftsmanship there. And again, like I said, I want to get to that point. Like, right. I've only been doing this for two years, so really I shouldn't be to that point. Um, I have to earn that. But I think that, like, my the way I connect to people is special. And I don't think that it's special in a way that someone else doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. I just think that there's... A vulnerability I'm willing to have with people, yeah. with strangers, that create really special moments. Um, so, I don't, I don't necessarily think that I'm special <laughs> in, in like, a, in a way that I'm set apart from other people. Sure. Yes. I think that um, I just choose to take opportunities, regardless of what they look like, in I don't know, I'm trying to think, like, choose my words wisely, but I want to um, use whatever avenue I'm given in that moment in life because our avenues change often, especially if you're a person like me that's like, I'll do this and I'll do that. And I'm a seven Enneagram, so I'm like, whatever is fun (laughs) at the moment. Um, I Whatever that avenue is, I am, like, pedal to the metal. Yeah. However, it can help the people I get to interact with. Yeah. So... I guess no, I don't think I'm special. I I don't think. But I'm just trying to like yeah. I like to find I don't know how to answer that. That's such a hard question. I, I like the question because mm-hmm. you're not in a like evil way, but like because you're struggling with it because you're trying yeah. to answer it well. Yeah. But I do think the point is and I and I don't so I, I I do think the the answer was here's here's my perspective mm-hmm. on it. You have to you have to. Um, believing that you have something valuable to offer to people, mm-hmm. I, I think like that's the answer, yeah. right? Because if you and it, and, that, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's like I can connect to people. Um, I'm willing to connect to people. Mm-hmm. Like, and one of the things that um, that I've used as like a sort of an affirmation before is like I've been given valuable gifts to share. I'm going to share my gifts. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I think that's yeah sort of my perspective yeah. but especially in a world that so people are so um guarded and there's this superficial like because most of the interactions we have are with people are in, online for yeah. the most part um some of us are lucky enough to have communities in person that we right. get to let our guard down with but i think so many people live with guards up um and so there's not an opportunity to create those special moments because vulnerability has to be part of that equation, right. I think, to have like authentic connections with other people and relate um, to a, an impactful level yeah. um, that actually does any good. So just having that ingredient of going like, I'm willing to 
completely be vulnerable and admit my failures, admit my shortcomings, yeah. admit where I'm good at stuff right, so right. that you can be good at stuff. Exactly. Like, um, be completely self-aware in my strengths and my weaknesses and share that with you, regardless of how you're going to take it all in. Sure. Um, I, I think that is special because it yeah. just provides opportunities for actual connection with other people. Yeah. And I just don't think that you're going to be able to make any impact if you don't have that ingredient. And if, if it is an impact, it's going to be a short-lived one or an artificial one or um, just like a feel-good moment. But... Um, and I don't, I, and hopefully I'm making those like, hopefully it's not, yeah. I, I don't know. I hope <laughs> if it feels like I am, yeah. but, um, yeah. So I think that's that just that ingredient is special, but I think anybody can have that if they just sure. choose to have that and do the work to have that. Cause you also, it's hard work getting to know yourself mm. and like quieting the voices to like, th- like really know what you're thinking and feeling and being aware of all those things and how you respond to life. It's all, it's hard work. Yeah. It's exhausting and it's hard because it's so meaningful though. taking a look at who you really actually are is right. daunting because yeah. that's why we're, we keep ourselves so busy and have so much noise. So we don't have to look in the mirror to who we actually are to our core right. instead of who we want to be or who we project to be. So it's hard work, but it's work that I think is worth doing. Yeah not just for yourself and so you can have peace and joy in your life, but also for those connections and hopefully being able to help other people through that journey and heal and all of, all of that. Yeah. 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 One of my biggest desires for my life, like, so if I can ever figure this out professionally out and personally, I'll feel like I've succeeded. Mm -hmm. And that is um, to figure out how to teach kids how to do that mm-hmm. right and then i mean and i know that i'm sure there's things out there that say but like i think that's one of the biggest challenges for our kids as they grow up is knowing who they are mm-hmm. in uh and i don't mean like in today's world but just in general yeah. in a world that they're gonna have so many people telling them who they are mm-hmm. and it's it's only increasing in terms of the online stuff you know what our kids will deal with later will be magnified from what we are and have dealt with right mm-hmm. you could assume um so that's one of my biggest things is like man i wish i could figure figure that out like yeah. how to give how to how to teach my daughter to a point that when she gets to high school that like you know um boys or self-image or success or failure mm-hmm. won't they'll be experienced but they won't right. like um, sort of rattle her or have her question yeah. who she is because she'll be like, yes. Hope Henley. Yeah. Right. And that'll, yeah. be, and that'll, and she'll know that. You yes. Know? I love um, that. There's a quote. Do you know who Glennon Doyle is? Yeah. I love her. Um, she has a quote. I'm going to butcher it, but basically she's like, our job isn't to keep our kids from the fire. Our job is to, um, let them know that when the fire comes, they won't be burned up. Mm, and that's so, so good. So good. Yeah. Um, that's been, that because I've even through I mean divorce is a sucky thing to yeah. go through without kids but then when you add children in the midst there was this like at least for me this like I can't have this ruin them <laughs> like sure I, I you know and whatever power I hold in this which is limited but going I don't know like this isn't I don't want this to affect them negatively throughout the rest of their life in some big impactful yeah. way it's going to there's nothing I can do about that but 
um, that's, that's, that's been very, I've been very aware of that mm. and doing whatever I can. And really it's just conversation and keeping right. conversation open and, um, doing that as best I can. But that, and it, it really just comes down to being intentional all over again. Yeah. It's just as much intentionality as possible and not just reaction. Um, right. But I end. Every, I've just noticed that I end every sentence, and but yeah, <laughs> so that's my that's okay. tick. <laughs> I have the benefit of editing all my uh, stuff out. Perfect. I'll leave your. But You'll yeah, leave all my. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, one last question. Mm-hmm. Um, your one of your your things mm-hmm. is um, do hard things, right? Yes. That's, yeah. Am I getting that right? Mm, yeah, you can do hard things. Okay, that's yeah. your, your thing. And I don't want to claim that because no, no, so no, many people have said that before. That's something that you Absolutely. sort of champion, right? Yes. Can you give one or two encouragements mm-hmm. about sort of how, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to, to say and obviously it's hard It's mm-hmm. hard to do. Yeah. So what are some uh, things that you maybe you lean on or some areas you would encourage? It's like, what does that look like? How do I do that? Yeah, I think that. Um, so even with just carpentry, for instance, like I'll have people be like, Oh, like I want to be able to do that one day, or I wish I could build stuff. And it, it's just like, we'll just start small. Like it doesn't yeah. have to, hard doesn't have to mean impossible. Cause like I couldn't just start building a house and do it well. Like, but if I, if I do a little nightstand and then a dresser yeah. and then whatever I can build up to that. Right. So I think we so often have like we see can i say something real quick absolutely sorry um and maybe i'm way off on this but one of the things that i've loved in this conversation i feel like i can see it when you're saying that there's party that's like i couldn't just go build a build a house and i feel like there's party that's like i could build a house yeah no yeah which is so great like i just admire that that, well like even just the airstream like yeah "Yeah, i can do that sure but i it's just it I'm, I'm very audacious yeah. and like sometimes I have to like tone it down, but well, you're saying start small, start okay. small, like do something that even if it's just hanging that picture or changing that outlet, right. even if it's like, well, I don't know exactly how to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, just if you, if you fail, you fail. Like, yeah. I think that we, we have this idea of like, well, if I don't do it right, then, then what, then you yeah. just didn't do it right. And then you figure out how not to do it next time. Yeah. To me, I, I just think that we feel fear failure so much or, maybe that's what it is um i don't know or we don't we don't have something to show for um i right now i've been doing this um for march i'm making myself build uh 31 scrap projects yeah i saw that so yeah. it's just like leftover i have just leftover wood from other projects in my shop and i was like okay i'm going to build small things and i think actually um my my attention's been shifted to doing hard things, doing small things, mm. because sometimes I am like, okay, it has to be big and it has right. to be viral and it has yeah, to yeah. be this huge before and after that like right. people swipe le- swipe left and they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she took this ugly yeah. thing and what, this house is now beautiful or right. this airstream is like, oh my goodness, right. it's super satisfying and we're obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with that, but like our culture, like that that instant gratification sure. of ugly to beautiful and yeah. all, like we eat it up. Um, and I just had to get to this point cause I wasn't, I wasn't engaging. I wasn't posting. I wasn't doing, I right. wasn't trying. Like I was getting in this rut because everything had to be big and I was yeah. feeling overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I'm never going to get this done. I don't have the time to do this big thing, whatever it is. And so I was like, actually, I'm going to like, I can do small things. Yeah. It's kind of actually been a shift. So 
this kind of butchers that question no, no. a little bit, but that's been, I think that's like a good thing to remind ourselves. Like I can do small things and those small things can lead to really big things right. and create these whole new skills or this whole new niche or business opportunity or friendship or relationship or I fill in the blank. Like I can do yeah. small things. Um, right. so actually I think it's kind of shifted cause hard sounds hard cause it is right, hard. Right, right. It's really hard. But I, and I think a lot of times it's, you can do hard things like, yeah, you can go change the doorknob or I don't know, fix the little leaking plumbing thing, whatever right. it is. Like you don't have to go pay someone so much money. You can figure this out. I right. promise you can. It's not yeah. that hard. So there's, a, there's an aspect of that, but also I like more than anything I focus on like you can do hard things like you can forgive people like mm. you can let go of that bitterness and that resentment yeah. you can grow you can let go of this addiction and grow out of that you can like I as much as I I and again there's that whole correlation of what I do and what I say and what the message I'm actually trying to get across sure. like woodworking and carpentry is is the craft I use but talking is and like the message is way more important to me yeah um and so that's more so like you can do hard things you can like all of the like you can get up at 2 (laughs) a.m that's hard i know it's hard but it's actually like do it a couple times and it's not so just like building like do it a couple times and all of a sudden that one thing isn't hard anymore like using that saw is really daunting when you've never used it before do it a couple times it's not daunting anymore yeah um so yeah that was a bounced around answer no, that's great. but yeah yeah but yeah but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um chris mm-hmm. thank you so much thank you um, for taking the time to join us and, it was a uh, pleasure and an honor story. thank you chris across she is special she is <laughs> maybe uh the sanding blonde At, yeah the sanding blonde on instagram yes sir. if you want to look into her woodworking or just follow mm-hmm. her hear her inspirational messages but again, thank you so much for taking the time and I look forward to keeping up with your story. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining us on another session of Extraordinary Joes with today's special guest, Carissa Cross. Hey, during uh, the challenging times we're currently facing, I hope that Extraordinary Joes can offer you a little bit of encouragement, maybe take your mind off of things for a little bit. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, I really appreciate you tuning in. If you heard any uh, lattes being made in the background or the gentle murmur of a coffee shop, it's because we recorded today's session at Wake Up Coffee Company. So if you get a chance and all this blows over, I hope you'll pop in to see the uh, crew at Wake Up and buy a cup of joe from them. Thanks again for being a listener, and I look forward to talking to you next time.